Hey guys, welcome to Common Veterans, the uh, Season 1 Addendum, Episode 12. Take this job and shove it. We're talking about military, new jobs, and civilians, and getting out of that those jobs. The uh, tra transition feels a little inevitable, but it, you know, sometimes it's, uh, it's kind of forced. But, you know, we're going to take a stab at why it feels so difficult to get a civilian job and keep it. Um, so, to that being said, we are... The, the common, common veterans. veterans. Hey guys, welcome back again. We're we uh, we have two new special guests tonight. We have Casey Henderson of ninety five three MNC, the local radio show host here in, in Indiana, and then we also have Adam O'Toole, who is a tool, a tool. He's a <laughs> marine. You love my love my marines. Um, <laughs> well, you're not the Navy, so I don't know if you just like them or you don't love them. You know, hey. I kind of love my Marines. I just like them. Just not the way that, that the yeah. Navy loves them. Right, Tony? <laughs> well, they yep. are something special to the Navy people. Yep, Brands just aren't for eating. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, with us this week, we also have Jeff, Tony, and Fred, and, of course, I'm Kenny. So, uh, to that to that regard, so how, how are you guys doing this week? Doing fantastic. The, the Christmas season has been very good to... Me and mine, as the saying goes. And how about you, boys? Yeah, uh, holidays That's were good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, holidays were good. Uh, we had to scale back a little bit. My wife and I had COVID for uh, right before Christmas, so um, I only had to work one day in the last three weeks because we had some time off between Christmas and New Year's. And then COVID. Yeah. I gave it up for Lent. I don't yeah. want it anymore. <laughs> that would be great. Although it wasn't so bad this time. I had two days where I didn't feel well. The rest of the time, just a little fatigued. Not bad. Fatigue. That's like just being a bad. Yeah. You're exactly. always tired as a dad. Exactly. I always mm -hmm. thought fatigues were the OD green uniform you wore. Mm -hmm. That's true. You know, we're all old enough to be your child. I know you are, except for except Colonel for Fred. Me. Yeah, except yeah. for me, man. Colonel Fred. Unless <laughs> <laughs> he was popping them out of five months. <laughs> I was that damn I mean, good. Air Force, so why not, right? The, the chicks dig me. Even, you know, because even my babysitter, you know, she breastfeed me just because I asked her to. Yeah. That, was, that was when I was 35. I'm not talking five, I'm talking 35. So to that regard, wow. that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, we'd like to welcome you to Addendum Two, Addendum to Season, season the Addendum to Season One, as we begin Season Two next time. But basically, we're going to talk about why we do what we do and why we do all the stupid stuff we do because we think it's cool because it is. Um, as a, I don't know what to call it, but other than a brief introduction to being a military member, the sense of humor that we have, the mindset that we go along with is pretty universal branch-wide. It doesn't really mean that your Army, your Air Force, Navy, Marine, Space Force, you know, or Coasties or whatever, but we all pretty much have the same sense of humor. It's a dark sense of humor because of the things we've done, things we've seen, the places we've been, and it kind of boils down to, it's kind of a self-defense mechanism like we talked about in a previous episode. The things we've seen and forced to be a part of are not always the most pretty little rainbow and glitter kind of things that you, you think of. There, there ain't no little My Little Ponies here. But having said that, that is kind of the reason we, we, we are the way we are, and we all have that dark sense of humor, regardless of branch. That, and we love the, our pee-pee jokes. 
So well, yeah, we all have a sophomoric sense of humor. The sophomore <laughs> being the upgraded version of a twelve-year-old. Mm-hmm. With all that being said, <laughs> Jeff, you have our toast. You know, we have a toast to uh, raise a glass. Common veterans' glasses. Here we go. To all the servicemen who are downrange and all their families are here at home during the Christmas season without them. God bless them, one and all. Can I add to that? Absolutely. And all the empty chairs. And all the empty chairs. So it's kind of like that song, knock three times on the ceiling if you want me. That's what I tell the girls. None of them want me, though. They they don't even knock once. Tony, you get a lot of knock. Wide shim, please. Get a lot of knocking on the pipes. Yeah. <laughs> if the answer is no. <laughs> Although I'm not sure what the knock is when it's hell no. Yeah. <laughs> Dear God, make me a bird yeah. and fly me far, far away. <laughs> Dear God, make me a bird. <laughs> yeah. But getting back to leaving the military and returning to civilian life, as far as the different pers- perspectives of life. In the military versus in the civilian world. What do you think about that, Kenny? Man, I quit. I just quit. I was done. When I when it was time for me to get out, I was done. And then I realized, hey, maybe I'm not done. Maybe I can go to Vincenzo, Italy. And they're like, eh, no. So I, uh, when I got Mio out. Morte. Yeah, right? Why? Well, I, I had, I was already spending my bonus and everything. I was like, I'm buying an F-150. I'm going to take that bad boy to Vincenzo, Italy. I wanted an F-15. And I'm not going to be able to fit in that damn thing, right? Yeah, F-15. F-15 or 150. I'll take the F-15. Should have bought some Pepsi and got a Harrier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> some some kids actually did that. They made a documentary of that because oh, they, they did? didn't deliver the Harrier. Yeah, they didn't. And the kid sued. Yeah, it was great. They made a whole documentary about it. And in the end, maybe he didn't win, but he won with the documentary. Yeah. yeah. Like, they paid him bucks. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, so, so one of the things I noticed when we get when we got back when I got back from the military, there there weren't very many jobs out there that I really fit in, if you will. Like infantrymen. What, what when you say infantrymen? I mean, there's only one word that really comes to mind for most of us: that, bullet catcher. Right. Well, one bullet catcher. Two. We're, we're we drop the bodies, right? We're, we're killers. Like we that's what we're trained to do. We're, and we weren't trained to to maybe change that around, right? There's not much of a twin job in the civilian world as an infantry. When did yeah. you get out? Uh, first time was 2004, and the second time 2012. So it's a very different world than it is now. Yeah, absolutely. Because back then, there wasn't a lot of like training opportunities. There weren't all the shooting ranges and the professional training courses and things like that like we have now. Right. So back then it was like you're a security guard, which is a huge liability insurance policy when you got an infantryman as your security guard. Yeah. Or you go into sales and or you're not exactly a people person. <laughs> right, right. Or you're a janitor. Because mm-hmm. I mean all of us can fit in that category. Like what what could we do better than and kill somebody? Yes. We could stripping floors, waxing wax the floor. Yeah. Yep. If you're if you're navy, you can swab the deck. Yep. Oh yeah, swab it. <laughs> I went into pest control. There you go. You still went to kill them. Yep. I mean, you were. I, I literally told people went from killing people to killing bugs. So I mean, and then then Fred went from killing people to killing people. 
I've never been in survival medicine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, people yeah. have asked me, you know, did you, when you're in the military, did you kill anybody? I go, well, I was a cook, so probably, yeah. Yeah, that's right, right? <laughs> So, I mean, so, so one of the things that, that changes in, like, the civilian life perspective compared to uh, military perspective that I noticed was the initiative. Like, military has a very different approach to initiative than civilians do. When, when I, when, when, you know, you're told to do something, you're told how to do it. There's literal, literally books written on how to do everything in your job. There's no deviation from what's in that book. Even if there's a better way and it makes more sense, you don't deviate from that. So in the civilian world, you come out and you're like, Hey, I want to do this job. I'm going to do it the way that you told me. I'm not going to deviate. Even if there's a better way to do it, I'm just going to bitch about it. <laughs> We're good at that, too. Right. We are real good at that. And so the initiative, they look at you like, so the employers, they look at you like, what is wrong with you? Right? So, like, no, you're taught one way of doing things, and then you, you wait. So you do the hurry up, and you wait. I mean, anybody else experienced that? All the military, every GI in the world has experienced <clears throat> hurry up and, and wait. wait. I remember the relief of going into an interview and somebody saying that they served and just immediate sigh of relief. Like they're going to get it. They're going to understand. But you walk in there and it's like a 20 something person mm-hmm. and they're like right out of college. They got the job because of their college degree or something. They're like this is not going to go well. Yeah. Yep. And when I got out and I got my first job, I wanted out of the Navy because I wanted to do computers, and that's my career now is computers. I think we'd all went out of the Navy. You're right. Yeah. And uh, my employer, uh, Monaco Coach, they saw me. They saw what I did in the military, and they said, you're a hard driver. You are dedicated. Shit. You are everything else. And I was hired. I had no co- um, computer knowledge in the business world, in the civilian world. Everything I did was in the military and my personal, but for them to just hire me brand new, um, it was because of my military service and they knew that they could count on me. And that's something we all in the military, you know, we gain those skills and people know, hey, they can count on us to do things, get things done. And we do it right the first time. That's very true. Very true. Yeah, my first job out of the military, I was washing dishes at a restaurant. And uh, I was very proficient at the one job I was supposed to do. I was, you know, they told me I was going to go learn how to make stuff and cook stuff and do that kind of thing. But um, they could have me do the dishes when it normally took them three teenagers at the time to do that same job. And uh, so I got stuck there and then. Hated that, and that was my first of, like, the next ten jobs I bounced around to. What were you? <clears throat> well, so when I, when I came off uh, active duty, um, I knew I was going to go back to, to college, and, but I had to work. I had a young family. <clears throat> so I, I was uh, trained as an OR tech in the military, so I, you know, applied to the hospital. They didn't have an opening in the OR at first, so I went working in an intensive care unit as the, you know, clerk, and so I was pretty organized and I had to learn how to read strips, but you know, all of that came, came handy. Now when a job in the OR opened up, it was better money. So I then transitioned in the OR 
so between that and going to school, I didn't I didn't have necessarily a, a, a hardship in, in uh, transitioning out, but that's because I had a game plan. Uh, this is what I'm going to do upon leaving the military. And the same with uh, then when I came back in the reserves uh, as an officer, um, you know, every time I've been deployed and then come back, I was just, you know, it's just been going back into my regular job. So that's not been. But you had the, the, you had the added, added bonus that your job doesn't really change from the military to, I mean. Yeah, for the most part. For like yes. what you're actually doing. Yes. Like now, obviously you're not doing combat patrols anymore. But, yeah. But when you did what you do now, like you still could. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. As, as, um, and that's what I, it's kind of an interesting thing. Um, so yes, I'm, I, people will comment that in stressful situations, whether it's been in the hospital or the office, I usually, you know, uh, things don't tend to rattle me easily. And I just say, well, no one, no one here is shooting at me or you know, I'm, not, I'm not getting cutting rockets or mortar fire. So yeah, it's not that bad. So it's a good day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been helpful. And then also on the other side, um, I had a lot of folks, especially on the reserve side, that maybe didn't do medicine as their regular civilian job, but were trained as a combat medic for the army, and then they get deployed. They were the doc. Yeah, and but but sometimes their first experiences with horrific injury is on that deployment because there's a lot of difference between working on mannequins and then seeing someone who's got a devastating injury. Whereas um, my job, because, you know, part of medical training is you have to work in an ER. So you're going to see horrific car accidents and you're going to see people mangled. Yeah, they're not blown up. But, you know, if they've got a part of their thigh bone sticking out of their leg, you know, it doesn't matter if a landmine did that or a car did that. So, so... It, it wasn't so my, yeah my my job and, and skill set kind of transitioned both ways where I was able to kind of calm some of the folks that maybe hadn't seen some bad things in wartime right um, and then also on the civilian side some of my military skills have been helpful in, in doing the job on my civilian side so with that being said like right like Adam you're you're a fighter fighter EMS. Like how much of your military training transitioned into into that? What you're doing now? I think more just um, I, I I hate to phrase it this way, but uh, working well under the adrenaline. Like I like working under the adrenaline. If it's like the only time I feel focused and not running off in eight different directions at once. Not trying to hide from a navy guy trying to. To suck your penis. Yeah, well, luckily, you know, <laughs> there is that. I was never on ships, so uh, so I missed out, I guess. <laughs> oh my! So sucks to be you would not be a difficult phrase for you. No, no. no he's ab- absolutely saying that it sucks to be him because he didn't get to get sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but he was also married too, so there's that. So uh, that, uh, well, she, well, once the race was over, the colors came off. She she doesn't have to do that shit again. <laughs> Touche. What about you, Casey? Well, I mean, I bounced around quite a bit because I didn't have. Again, at the time, there wasn't a lot of jobs like tactical training wise that worked. Um, so. I was in a service industry city. I'm from Las Vegas. So I was back in Las Vegas and everything is you're a car dealer, which requires you to go to school, which costs money, didn't have money. You're a bartender, which requires you to go to school, which costs money, didn't have money. 
Um, so you would then go into either you'd work at a hotel doing some kind of maintenance or cleaning, or you were going to do sales or bouncing, right? Yeah. Bouncing is, yeah. Bouncing. Yeah. Bouncing for a little bit did that. Um, but you, you you get to a point where it's like, okay, I got to find money. There's plenty of jobs. It'll take like air quote, low skill, you know, even though I had talents, there's low skill there um, as far as the job trade was concerned in, in the city that I was in. But I would be able to do sales and make good money. The problem is, is that I hated people. I hated people. I didn't like talking to people. I didn't want to do sales. But it was the only thing that was consistently available to me. And I used that to actually develop my people skills, which ended up leading into my job today. Which is funny, right? Like, very ironic. Like. Now your job is literally to talk to people. Literally to talk to people. And I have stage fright. Like it's and it was par- it was paralyzing at one point in time. It's not so much anymore, but it used to be. But sales helped get me through that. I learned how to fake it long enough to make a connection and get the deal. And I went through several of those jobs and one finally stuck and I got good at it. And then it was like it was pest control. So it was like I just wanted something that was just kind of easy required some training, some education, but I woke up early every day, which I was used to doing. I worked long hours in the heat, which I was used to doing, and I killed stuff. And you were literally a chemist at that point. And I met a lot of single moms. <laughs> hey, uh, Sweet deal. Almost I need to go into that. Almost as much as the plumbers, right? Hey, uh, almost. You're here to clean your pipes? <laughs> yeah, felt good, man. It's a good pickup line. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know where I'm going tomorrow. And hey, we'll clear out those cobwebs, lady. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. I will dust them off. I'm going to work smack them down. Or yeah. I was young and working 14 hours a day. I didn't much care. Yeah. <clears throat> and then there is one. And then there was one. Yeah. <laughs> so, what about you, Tony? They, like. The, 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 you already kind of brought up how your your uh, your job kind of helped in the military, kind of helped shape your role at Monaco Coach. But did it help in the in the aspect of like you knew exactly what you're going to do at, in the civilian world? Yes. Yeah. So I wanted uh, I studied computers in the Navy um, alongside my my job that I did. And uh, that's what I wanted to do. Wasn't that the time where computers like filled the room? Like yes. Richard Pryor style? Oh my, yeah. <laughs> like Burroughs 3500? Yeah. Well, that's right before you, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, come a long way since uh, I was in the service and all of that. But uh, Well, and, and, and I guess what I'm getting at is because you, you really don't know what you don't know, right? I don't know much of anything. Thanks, well, you get, thanks for so, pointing it out. But, well, <laughs> you were in the, in the Air Force. Yeah. And your logistics, and you became a cop. Like, yeah, you probably had a more dangerous job than what you know us combat army guys did as a civilian. Well, in South Central LA, but yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have the same stuff, just not as much. But when I first got off active duty, I came back, and I ended up. I went to a place called Van American Cobra. They made RVs and. Uh, they worked over um, vans and van conversions, and I went in there looking for a job as IT guy. I was gonna went in there. Wow. I was gonna be their IT guy, be a computer guy, and I had all these credentials from the Air Force. And just like the military, they go, "You'd be a great salesman." Pardon me, <laughs> pardon me. 
Like Casey. I, no, no, no. I don't. I, Good thing I, you didn't say come again. Come again. So <laughs> I, I, I did not have to like people. I, I leave me in my little in my little cubicle in my little door. Close the door. I don't like people. Leave me alone. And they they insisted I be a salesman. And I'm going like uh, I don't know what you're smoking, but I'm pretty sure I want some. And I was a salesman for better part of a year, and I didn't embarrass myself, but I also didn't set any world records. Nothing was set on fire. But eventually became a cop. I can honestly tell you that nobody ever asked me to be a salesman. I was surprised they asked me. Same with me. However, they would not hire me for IT, which I had credentials for. Salesman, I don't like people. I don't talk to them. Well, that's why you're, by God, you're going to be like being in the military again. I don't care what you want. You're going to do that. However, pardon me. It does I've got sound a theory like the, about that. It does sound I, like the military. I think that they made us salespeople because we were out of the office and nobody had to deal with us. Yeah. <laughs> because we had no manners, we were not polite, we were very direct, and nobody knew how to take it. But if we were doing sales, like we could go out there, and there's probably a small business owner who's a veteran who probably gets us, probably understands us, that sort of thing. I remember hitting on this girl once. Believe it or not, this is relevant. I remember hitting on this girl once at a job, and her boss was literally right, right next door. And he's like, no, nah, we're not interested in this. And I just kept going because I was interested in her. <laughs> and I was just ignoring this guy. He's like, he goes, I make the decisions. Like, why won't you leave? And I'm like, because I'm talking. Those little things where your, your interpersonal skills are not. It's, we'll it's call the, them. We'll call them less than developed or less than friendly. We'll call but, it humor. So they want you out of. The, they want you out of the office. So I think they'd probably just stick you in sales. So you're gone. Yeah. That, but I also had a way with people, and I'm not sure how to describe it. I, I had an empathy for people or a sympathy for situations, and I could talk to people. One of the things about being a cop that they loved about me, even the people who the people admin who didn't. Well, I, anyway, long story. Um, I could talk to people. I could go and I could make death notifications from day one. And the people always loved me when I left. Uh, right before I right before we retired from the police department, I had to tell a widow. She was a widow. And she had been married to this, this man for 50-something years. And she's standing in the front yard while the home is burning and he's inside. And the fire battalion chief, the guy in the white helmet, comes up to me. And my squad car says, you need to tell her she's a widow. Screw that. No, you're a battalion chief. You've been on the fire department as long as I've been a cop. You go tell her. You've been doing this for how many years? Well, same as you, but you do it good. The firemen knew how good I was at this. <laughs> my, my young cops would always come to me and go, hey, Jeff, can you make a death notification? How, if I do this, how will you know how to do it in the future? Well, you, you're here. Well, everybody knows that you sleep with the widows, dude. It's fine. No, 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 I don't. <laughs> will you tell my children when I die? <laughs> if I'm around. That's right. If I'm around. But the thing is, I actually made the front page of the Goshen News when I had to tell this widow that she was a widow. And the house is still burning, and they're trying to put the fire out. They got her husband's body out of the house, and it's on the front porch, and they don't want to take it to the coroner's van until I make notification. That's why the battalion chief came to me, pulled me out of my squad car, and said, you got to go tell her. So I go up, and I tell her. And, and he's walking up beside me. I'm going like, where the hell are you going? I'm going with you. Well, then you fucking do it. <laughs> no, no, screw this. No, no, you're so good at this. You you do it so good. You're, I, no, I, no, because I had years of practice. Anyway, I go up and I grab her hand. I hold her arm and I'm, I'm explaining to her that 
what happened and how and why. And she's bawling her eyes out. She knows what's coming. And I tell her, because you have to say dead, died. You can't say gone, passed, it's no longer here. No, because, room for ambiguity. Yeah, you have to make it a finality type statement. Because if you don't, their mind is going to go, well, he's not here anymore. He left. He, he, he made it out of there. No, he, he was a quadriplegic. He didn't make it anywhere. But unfortunately, <laughs> I had to tell her this, and and I, I you, and you probably got, started the fire. Just, just saying. No, I was at lunch at the time when the fire started. <laughs> but, Not uh, you, the, the quadriplegic. Okay, actually, <laughs> he, he actually did accidentally start the fire. It was he knocked over a candle. But uh, smoking on oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you guys will get this, and actually, for you know, thanks for sidelining me. Now I don't know what I was going to say. Now um, you grabbed her hand. Oh, well, the hair in the back of my neck. That's where I was going. Uh, oh, standing there. Whoa. No, no, you, no, no. You just shut your pie hole. <laughs> standing there, holding her hand, having my hand on her, other hand on her shoulder. I'm explaining to her that her husband is dead and on and on and on. Yes. Hopefully you got no fucking dog on you. None. Okay. <laughs> he's touching me. For those of, those of you who don't have cam, he's touching me. And... So I'm explaining all this to her, and the hair in your back of your neck stands up. Something is not right. Something has just gone ape shit. Something, something is wrong. And and I'm, I start tensing up, and I'm looking at her, and she and, and I'm, I'm I, I got to go through with this, but something wasn't right. And I finally get I finally get it out, and I look over to my left, and there's the Goshen news. That's going mother pus bucket. And I'm going like, this is the not what the people need to see. They don't need to see her grief. And then I go, well, and this is all going through my head in a few seconds. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Because at the time, BLM, Black Lives Matter, and TFO, that was going raging like like gasoline on a fire. And I'm going like, maybe they do. Maybe they do need to see the compassion the police have for a, by God, right now, widow. And and they're standing in front lawn where her home is burning. Maybe that's what they need to see, the compassion that the police have for their citizens. And it made the Goshen News, the front page of the Goshen News. But I think, you know, something that the directness with that little bit of empathy, and I think whether it's causation or correlation, but people that tend to go through the military, we tend to be direct, say it more how it is. We don't beat around the bush. You're not mm-hmm. trying to say anything. And, A little um, blunt. But that's the way we are. sometimes that's what's needed. And, you know, and we're taught to care for the person around us because, you know, you don't go into anything for yourself. You're you're in it for the buddy next to you that you've spent a lot of time with. So we got the empathy and we can be direct and we can talk to people. And I think that's probably what made you good at that job. Well, Well, you know, that, that takes us to our next topic, like right? Like you're, can you trust your civilian counterpart like you trust your brother next to you? No. And usually not. In the, in the civilian world, no. There, there, are, there are paramilitary jobs, yes. But as a general rule, like Fred and Tony said, no. No, you can't. They they are not dedicated to you. In, in any branch of the military, I was in the Air Force, but I still know the foxhole syndrome. I mean, you're there for the man next to you. And you will fight and die with him. And as a cop on the streets, I... I Unfortunately, I had to say that a couple of times, you know, because you got me. Oh, hell yeah. I'll, I'll die right beside you. And they look at me like, what if you don't die? Well, then we'll live together. <laughs> and they look at you like, 
Oh, that's right. You're military. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't, and then you stop and think. Relationship yeah. 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 Don't get me wrong. We're not doing that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not co I'm not going to cuddle with you long time GI. I'm not buying you a new fucking car. But, you know, we're going to fight together or die together or live together. But there's a couple of guys look at you like, huh? You're ride or die, right? Yeah. But in the military, that's that's a thing. In the civilian world, like, uh, uh, what are you talking about? I'm talking about we live together, we die together. That's that's how it works. What about you? You're a firefighter. Well, you know, I I think I think firefighting is a little more 50 50. Um, You know, we don't have to be cautious about people being the enemy as much or, you know, someone trying to They love firemen. They hate cops. Correct. They love so, firemen. So, you know, fireman or a cop pulls you over, gives you a ticket. You know, most of the experiences you have with a cop are put a bad taste in your mouth. Whereas most of your experiences with a firefighter, you know. Kind of salty and nasty, and right? Put a bad taste in your mouth, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Salty and yeah. nasty. Mm, it's, yeah, it's just not right. Uh, Damn it, Tony. Something about the army. They don't hydrate or eat enough pineapple. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Coconut water too, folks. Coconut water and pineapple. <laughs> Look it up. Trust me. Uh, Not asparagus. Uh, no. uh, no, firefighting. I, I think you do get a little more of the. There's a lot, still a lot of camaraderie. You train to go into a fire together and have a lot of back. Some, a little more on the EMS side. You know, I'm also a paramedic. Um, in some cases, you lose that because you get some people that get so burnt out, and all they're looking at is the paperwork they're going to have to do, and they get there and they paperwork. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. And, and For you kids out in the world, paperwork is a thing, man. Nobody likes it. And, and so you can see how it, like they, no one gets into police officer or firefighting because they don't want to help people, but at some point it gets burnt out of them. Oh yeah. What about you, Fred? I mean, as a as a doctor, they you're kind of the the you man. Get, you got to kill a redwood every time you treat a patient. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, so, so for me, I mean, working with with people uh, with with patients is not the 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 that was the, an easier part of the job. I'm naturally a skeptic by nature, which I think serves me well both in the medical field and uh, when I as a soldier. Um, so trying to build a team around you in the civilian world that you can trust. But it was the same in the reserves, to be honest. I mean, active duty, you are all going to be together. But the reserves, you gotta, you got to kind of figure out who you, who you can trust, who will have your back, sure. and who will not um, if things happen in life. So, so it was the same in the civilian world, where I would just do some things, like tell one person uh, something kind of personal, but I didn't care if it got out and then see if anything else, if it gets out. Oh, it's the, and uh, then, it's and telephone. Then it, yeah. it's, and then it's, it's you you're know, testing your water. Yes. Yeah. Your so then you test. know that if, if yeah. other people start saying, well, I heard this, well, then you know, yeah, that that's not someone I can yeah. uh, confide in oh, uh, on anything major. I had so. that, I had that same, you know, I, so when I got out of active duty, I started going, I was, I was recruited by a few people to go into social work. So I was recruited into at working at Basher Children's Home. Whoever thought it was a good idea to put me in a children's home? Well, I, I got to I got I got a little dumb shit. Well, you know what, though? It, it led me on a path that led me here, right? Like, 
So somebody saw something of me, and and they recognized that I could probably help somebody, right? Whereas I didn't trust anybody I worked with until about five years in, and then I had the best team ever, right? Like trusted every last one of them. Today we're all very good friends. Um, but at the same time, being a social worker, I'm like, I'm not trusting my life with these guys, and these kids are going to hear – some of these kids are going to try to kill me. And – Probably someone probably did. Probably, uh, actually, yeah, absolutely. Ever take a piece of ice to the back of the head? Ooh, that hurts. Not ice. Uh. I had some guy kid have a have a got a knife from the uh, kitchen. Don't know how he got it, but it was up to my chest. So at one point, wow. like some of these kids were crazy, right? But it took the self control that I did. I think learn. I dated their mothers. Right, you probably did. You're probably their father. Who's <laughs> your daddy? That's why I told their mommy. Who's your daddy? <laughs> but you know, like, like some of these kids, they just needed that discipline. That, that was Tony that said that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like some of these, some of these kids, they just needed that discipline that was instilled into us in the military. And for me, like, I was just. The guy that really didn't give a shit what you did. But if you stepped out of line, you, you disrespected me, you disrespected any of my peers, you disrespected any of your peers, there's a consequence for disrespect. And that consequence is, hey, whatever it is, it's going to equal the, the, the disrespect that you did to somebody else. So that was kind of where I took it. And then after I left that job, I just... I completely fell apart because I didn't, I had the discipline. I had the, the integrity and the fortitude that I, I wasn't good enough. I, I wasn't able to communicate what I, what the way I needed to, because my communication was right. Like I want to be a bull catcher, right? Yeah. Who said the air force guy. <laughs> What's the one thing that you never wanted to say again, Casey in the world? Ray? <laughs> Ray! <laughs> Come on, Joe Sergeant! <laughs> There's a video that went viral a few months a few months ago. I think it kind of explains what you're talking about. It's a guy is I I think he's either veteran or is in the military. And he's suicidal. He's about ready to jump off the bridge. And cop is there. And this guy is going. Cop can't connect with him. The cop finally lets loose like, hey, I'm a veteran too. And they go through their units, their experiences, their deployments, all of that stuff. Like, this guy gets off of the bridge. He's like, okay, I'm with a brother now. Like, I'm okay. He opens up. He tells a story. And not that you can't build good teams and you can't have good people around you that will ride and die with you. It's just that automatically veterans have that connection with one another because that's kind of their job. And it's their character, it's their buildup. So even if they weren't with you on deployment, even if they weren't in your unit, if you didn't serve at the same time, you know that that individual, when they connect on that level, that that's somebody you can trust in the worst possible circumstances. Yeah. And there might be a thin blue line. And maybe in some departments, like, it's a similar sort of a scenario. Not in Goshen. But in some departments, <laughs> it might be very similar, and in probably in, in some fire departments too. Like Chicago gets like firefighters get shot at in Chicago. So it's you know it, it depends on where you're at, but I think just a universal prospect. Veterans know they can rely on other veterans to have their back, even if they don't know each other and they don't have any experience with each other. 
Whereas you can't really get that with civilians until you build that trust with them. Yeah. It's called a common core of experience, and you're exactly right. Yeah. Camaraderie. I mean, that's what we do here in Freedom System, right? Yeah. Well, that make fun of each other, but we well, like that it. too. But I mean, Tony, what brought you? What, what brought you into to Freedom System? Like, what what brought other than me saying, "Hey, fucker, you need to come out here and hang out with us." <laughs> well, that was pretty much how you, I got recruited. You probably offered him an endless supply of Bud Light. Is probably what you I, did. He did, and he is still. He needs to deliver on that. But anyways, oh. um, <laughs> Bud Light's hard to get these days. Yeah. Well, nobody's <laughs> good. Good. Nobody's drinking it, so it's pretty available. It's pretty available. They're available. probably giving it away. <laughs> you just have to work. Do you have to work for it? I was going to go there, but I didn't. See, yeah. It's the new year. I'm trying to be a bigger person. Uh, all right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm this guy this morning. I'm trying to be a bigger person. No, it was the Kenny asked me, but it was the camaraderie and. Being with other veterans um, is very good, very helpful. I can, they get me, they understand me, they understand the things that I went through, and I understand the things that everybody else went through. Even though I, you know, wasn't in the Marines or the Army or the Air Force, you know, their experiences are kind of similar to, you know, what I did. You know, but you know, they were on the sand, I was on a boat. Well, it's funny. We thing, we met but, for launch that one day, right? Like at at the the Olympics. Yeah, Olympia Candy Company. Olympia Sorry. Olympics. I apologize. <laughs> sorry, Kerry, if you're listening to this, I don't think you are, but if you are, I'm sorry. Um, but Brock showed up, and yep. Brock, another great brother of mine, and Navy veteran, perf- perfectly gay, just like you. Just don't no. God bless Not our gay brothers. God bless our gay brothers and sisters. He was Kenny's friend. <laughs> I mean, but he just wasn't my gay friend. But you guys definitely gay. Shower up. buddies are not gay. No, it's only and it's only gay. Only if you touch each other. It's only gay. Gay. If you reach around, we got a problem. Or if you right? share the soap. Unless there's a loop. There's a loop. Thank God I was a little free. Creation fan. That's my new name. Yeah. I was loofah free. We're treating each other. Oh, oh, making me so hot. So fresh and so smooth, smooth. Should you, should you bang bang? You, get, you got a little quiet over there, buddy. Uh, Reminiscing about the old days. I, don't, I, I miss loofahs. Uh, Adam has the prettiest writing of us all. I'm just saying. Uh, the sad part is, I, I'm like a super nerd, so that took me like a year to figure out how to do. Right, pretty? Yeah. yeah. Well, God I bless, was, God bless you, sweetheart. See it. It's the prettiest damn writing I've ever seen. I, I was in paramedic class, and instead of learning, you know, about the medications I was going to be giving people, this is what I. I was working on. I thought they should be a doctor or a coroner because my handwriting is horrible. <laughs> I can barely read it. But, but the other thing to think about, though, is we're all talking about these experiences we've had. I mean, I, I wrote a list out, which is how I saw my handwriting here. I'm on my 14th job since I got out of the Marine Corps. Oh, wow. Holy shit. 14th job. It took me 14 Those are to find never a place. I know. Uh, <laughs> but it took me 14 places to find... A place that offered me anything similar, and most of the guys I work with aren't veterans, but to find anything similar and finding a, the people I can trust in and things like that. And that's the why. The the trust, huge, two things in the military and cop fire world. Yeah, and, and so. And the doc world and the military. Yeah. Well, and how many people get out because they didn't want to be in? 
they legitimately wanted to get out and they're out for like a year and like I have to get back in. Yeah, yeah. Sucks. I have to. Yeah. What, like, what I is, can't be out here. Like yeah. I, have to, I crave. They miss the structure. They, they miss, miss yeah. the discipline. The, yeah. the camaraderie. Yeah. The camaraderie. Right? Yeah. yeah. I went to the local community college within the first year of going out. That was one of the biggest mistakes I made. Yep. I had okay. nothing in common. Yep. Well, hey, you. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Now translate that into going to Notre Dame. Okay, where you're not rich in the military. You're, and I didn't grow up with two pennies rubbed, rubbed together. And I joined, I went to R, Notre Dame, and then I joined the ROTC on top of that. Holy shit, dude. Well, and I did split up. Oh, my God. So I went to basic the summer of my junior year, and I came back and finished my senior year after that shit. And you're like, what the hell? I wanted to kill everybody every day. Right? It was, the one person that I really connected with was a German foreign exchange student. And it's because she wasn't ingrained in American culture. She was different. She was much more chill, much more relaxed. And like She also had balls, dude. Come on. She was gorgeous. Hopefully she shared her legs. But, you know, that was somebody who's like, okay, I can connect with this person. Yep. You know, yeah, but everybody absolutely. else put me on edge. Like, that That was, do not do split op. You will come back from basic a completely different person. And yeah, you absolutely. will not connect at all with anybody else in that high school. Yeah. And they, well, will, they will piss you off endlessly every day with their petty shit. You you are exactly 100% right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and I, you know, because I went to ROTC, like, I realized, like, I was, I was, I had a flight with Lieutenant Colonel Lightburn from Alaska back. He said, yeah, I'll get you in Notre Dame. You don't need to worry about, what was your GPA in high school? I'm like, I don't know, 3.2? Oh, that's not good enough, but I'll get you in. <laughs> and, and I got in. But then I'm doing, you know, you know, English and math and then all the military science courses on top of all that. And I had this girl. She's the uh, the the section leader. Like they can't call them platoon sergeants because or line line leaders. They had to be section leaders. And well, anyways, and I come in and my gear. I brought, wore my garrison boots. Whose garrison boots in here didn't look great? Like everybody's here, like guaranteed. Not quite near a finish, but not <clears throat> far from. Yeah. Right? You didn't have garrison boots. Alvin Bates. Well, you had special boots, <laughs> right? <laughs> special boots. Special. You, you didn't mess with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we had garrison boots and we had field boots, and my garrison boots were oven baked, parade gloss. See yourself in them. I wore. I wore in my tennis shoes to the the parade field, the indoor parade field that. At Notre Dame, to see, and I put on my my garrison boots afterwards because you don't wear those outside. And this girl comes up, you literally a mirror finish. Oh, you got a spot on there. I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. I'm sorry. What? You, you, somebody that is trained to have attention to detail, respects the fact that you have respect for your boots. <clears throat> She pointed out a flaw in her face, and I looked at her boots. I said, "I'm sorry. Until you can mirror your boots, I cannot respect what you said." Was I wrong? Absolutely, I was wrong. But because she was in charge of me, but she—that was when I realized, you know, being an officer wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. The cadre came over, looked at her. She didn't have a gig line to, to 
that matched. Not one gig line to match. Yeah, there, were, were, there were twelve lines in that yeah, gig line. Yeah. Right, and you had one. I had one. She was in charge. <laughs> right, but she was in charge. Right. She the the uh, NCO. He looked he looked at her boots. Looked at my boots. He told me, Holmes, go change back into your other boots. He knew. And then he goes push. And then he looks at her. He goes, get the fuck out of my gym, right now. And she left, she came back, and then she failed me on some PT tests because she was my, my grader. Made me run six laps instead of four on a half-mile track. Like, yeah, right? Wow. See, right then, you, I mean, yeah, she, she is, even bad she is not yeah, right. she is not worth whatever, whatever position she has attained. She is not, you know, I met, in my enlisted time, I met NCOs who were not always... Great NCOs. They were more about for my what's in it for me rather than taking care of the troops. I met officers. My first um, company or not hospital commander when I first as a captain coming into the reserves was all about she was one to make general. Mm -hmm. Um, Fortunately, everyone um, knew that about her, and so she never made general. Right. Because you, no matter where you are in your career, your primary job is to take care of the people right. that, are, that are serving with you or, uh, you know, uh, that you're responsible for if you're an NCO or an officer. And if you can't do that, then you're not worth, you know, then all right, do what you want, but leave right. everybody that I'm taking care of alone because you're not going to mess with them. Right. Well, yeah, right. So so uh, I'm doing this, and I after that PT test, I, look, I came from active duty to National Guard. No debate, a step down. But the National Guard offers something that the active duty doesn't. There's everybody in that in that room has a skill, and it's more than just killing somebody. And they have their back. <clears throat> but at the same time, I was coming from active duty as a corporal, the asshole of the army, as a corporal coming back in to National Guard. I was running a twelve thirty two mile. For me to get a 17-minute, two-and-a-half mile was, like, mm-hmm. that was, like, unheard of for me. Like, right? Like, that's, mm-hmm. what the hell? Mm-hmm. So, and that and that just made me leave want to leave the officer corps. That and a certain, NF, certain NFL player that took a sip of coffee in the NFL um, that we had a college class together that was just kind of a dick. Like, just that whole Notre Dame mentality um but you know and that so that that takes us right like i'm like i'm done i'm done with this and then it made me realize how much i had with my enlisted folk how much how much i missed you know being enlisted because one there's structure two there's the camaraderie three there's the discipline and discipline is different than structure (laughs) like we'll we'll talk about that next season i'm sure but the, the whole the whole thing was different and then you you get down and you're like oh my god what do i do next but speaking of what to do next you know a lot of veterans when they get out i shouldn't say a lot some of the veterans they are focused on like starting a business they want to do something they want to be the ceo of their company and some of them can do that some want to fall in line and be a part of something bigger than them that's what some of them do that's what i did 
I was something a part of something bigger than me, which I dearly loved. But getting into the entrepreneurial spirit, some of the veterans, they start and own their own companies. Yeah, absolutely. Casey, you're an example of that. You own your own company. Well, I mean, now. You're a big dog. It took me a while to get to that point. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot of veterans. It did more than 10 minutes, 15? No, no more than that. <laughs> like 30 minutes, 45? But I think a lot of veterans look at it and they go, I can't, I can't take orders from a dipshit. That's a huge deal. And <laughs> a huge deal. That's, I mean, they try it, right? They try and it's like, look, as long as I'm making a good living, whatever, it's fine. I'll wake up at a certain time every single day. I'll have a routine, whatever. And then they get to work and they realize the guy they work for is an asshole and doesn't know what they're talking about. And it drives them absolutely nuts because in the military, there's repercussions to that shit. Uh, so they just go, fine, I'm just going to do my own thing. So a lot of them will go into a, a trade. They'll learn that trade and then they'll start their own company. They'll use their discipline, their dedication, their motivation, their ability, their work ethic, which is unrivaled. And I'll just outwork them. And sometimes they do really well. Sometimes they don't know the business end of things. They don't know the finance end of things. And they get really screwed that way. You know, it's, it's one thing to know how to do something and have the ability to do it. But it's another thing to know how. Okay, how do I handle the financing part of it? How do I handle the interpersonal relationship part of it? That sort of thing. And that's where people can get into trouble. So yeah. if you do it too quickly from that transition, it can be a bit of a problem. I mean, not for everybody. Some people just have natural talent right. and run a business. But, or get lucky and meet the right people. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, I think, about- I think Black Rifle is a good example of that. Yeah. It's a bunch of veterans that got together and said, fuck it, we're just going to make funny videos. Right. And they made funny videos. And then people were like, I really like these guys. I'm buying their coffee. And then after like six months of following them, you're like, oh, wait, they're a coffee company. Like, okay, I'll buy their coffee. Well, their coffee's kind of expensive. Then you get their coffee once because you just want to support the boys, right? And it's like, it's a pretty good cup of coffee. Not bad. Second best coffee in the world, right after uh, Casey's Burning Brew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was going to say something about that. <laughs> but, you know, they... We'll, we'll but, post a link. Uh, it's it's Tacoa Coffee. T-O-C-C-O-A. Coffee.com. I'm sorry, I didn't write that down. Can you say that one more time? T-O-C-C-O-A. Coffee.com. Tacoa Coffee. Casey's Burning Brew, C-A-S-E-Y, the original Irish spelling, not that stupid city. <laughs> it's not a stupid city, I actually love Kansas City quite a bit. But. Kansas City Mo, Kansas City K. Uh, it's got to be Kansas City Mo. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I did, I did no. radio, I did radio there like temporarily, and I didn't, but I didn't live there, so I don't know. Yeah, the Kansas City. Missouri is the big, that's where the Chiefs play. That's where everything. Yeah. Kansas City, Kansas is kind of like East St. Louis. Kansas oh, City, well, screw them. Well, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't say I screw them, uh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Tony. I didn't say screw them, did I? That's right. But we can even go, like, Adam, you have your own business. Like Trying, yep. You like, you make sex swings. It's cool. Uh, hey man, that was a high quality sex leather swing. Leather goods. Was. Look, it's leather goods, one of which it is, happens to be a the lady sex swing. swing. On it was fully supported and totally safe. And look, safety first. Safety first. You can find she her. had a reflective belt. Yeah. And, and you can find her on OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm sure of it. I don't know. She was on, <laughs> on TikTok on this video. <laughs> but you know, I mean, and I had my own business. What about you? you well, you're an author. You write books. I write books. Not very good ones, but I write books. Nobody buys them. Well, that's because never mind. Your 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 SEO guy is he's kind of like shitty. 
Oh, well, I only have so many Air Force guys that'll buy books that can actually read. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Did I say it out loud? Yes. Damn. Okay. But the, the other aspect to it is, you know, I had my own business for a long time. I, and the problem that I ran into is, like you, I didn't know the sales side of things. And I vehemently hate sales. Like, I don't want, I don't want to sell a product. I just want to... I was a media course salesman for a better part of a year. Well, there you go. And like, I mean, I want to hire me, right? But I'll take the money. But so, but then I, I'm not proud. I linked up with some some bro vets, right? I I linked up with some bro vets, right? And and they were cool guys because they were vets. Well, mm-hmm. right. Well, John Burke, right? Not to name drop, Case Anderson. I'm totally name dropping because he's on the show. Um, he's a pretty cool dude overall. Overall, overall, I don't like that guy. <laughs> yeah. I already see something about him being a dick. I'm not really sure, but that's definitely about, a dick. Really? Okay. Okay. Colin, well, I'll take your word for it. So, like, I I ran into a lot of these guys, and I worked for a lot of these companies. I, I worked for you know Grunt Style, right? Not everybody can be a Grunt Style. Hell, Grunt Style is not even Grunt Style anymore. Yeah. So the guy that started Grunt Style, for the life of me, I can't remember his name, but he ended up getting the shaft, and he got. He got booted from his own company when he took it public. Oh, my God. Booted from his but own company. This goes back to not knowing business, not knowing finance. Yep. And a lot of us, too, we get out. I did this. We get out, and we're so used to the rank structure. Hey, I'll put my time in. I'll do a good job. I'll get promoted. And then you don't. And yeah. then you're like, okay, okay. I just I didn't do good enough, so I'll try a little bit harder. I put my time in. I do great. I'll get promoted. And then you don't. Next thing you know, you're just sitting there. You're like, fuck is going on i'm not getting a promotion i'm not getting more money i'm not doing anything because in the military you don't have to ask for that shit right it just happens it just happens but in the civilian world you have to ask for it you have to demand it and you have to if they don't do it you've got to go find another employment yeah absolutely and finally it gets to you where it says okay i can do this a lot better than the idiots that i'm working for and i'll do my own thing or if you're like adam you got a talent and you go, okay, I'm going to apply this talent. See if something comes from it. You know, a lot of times it's just, it doesn't. You well, know, sometimes it's just a thing that you do. Maybe it's a hobby. Maybe it relaxes you. Maybe it makes you a little couple bucks on the side or whatever. Adam's very talented. He's got the ability. He to made these money. glasses that we're drinking out of? Yeah. I'm well, and God bless him. I mean, you need to say something about out. that. And he makes I a hell of a sex swing. Right and he does make a hell of a swing. I mean, it looks like a hell of a sex swing. Sex swing. You want to swing? Tony volunteered tribute. Nah, man, I already got a volunteer. <laughs> I don't know about that. But you say I 100% have a volunteer in mind. But you are so articulate and artistic when you say these things. It's terribly oppressive. I just or oppressive. Or is it repressive? <laughs> repressive. Repressive. I'm only five drinks in, but, you know, it's... Slacker. Yeah. I, I got here late. I did. But that's... You can't... And a lot of guys are going to do this. A lot of gals are going to do this. They're going to get out. They're going to sit there and they're like, I'm going to put in my time and I'll get a promotion. And you won't. Right. And you won't. And you... And you... The sad thing is a lot of times in the civilian world, you promote to the highest level of incompetency. Yep. And... It's about connections and not aptitude. Yeah. It's not who you know, who you blow. Right. Pardon me for being French. Yeah. But yeah. In Part the police eight. world, oh, that too. In the police world, I'm, I'm sure the same thing happens everywhere else. It's just my experience in the police world. I got guys who went head and shoulders above me like a rocket, red glare. And I'm going to look at these guys. I'm going like, WTF? Really? 
He's a mediocre slacker who, who does what needs to be done, kind of, sort of, and he's not my boss. Yeah. Really? Well, and so I'm in the political world. So when it comes to like police chiefs and sheriffs and things like that, like I see that a lot. They're not the best cops. They're oftentimes not good cops at all. Best ass kisser. And, but yeah, they kiss the right asses. They raise money in the right places. They get elected in certain spots. Next thing you know, they're running police departments. And they're not exactly great. Sometimes those police chiefs end up becoming mayors of major cities in the United States. Not that I'm naming names. Even though they're well-known to be very stupid people. Yes. Absolutely stupid. You, you, man, I really don't want to say this on the air, but you suck enough dick and you suck it good enough and you lick it and you say, thank you, may have another. You, you get ahead. Literally. I didn't There's say so it. many names <laughs> that did not come I'm out loud. Keep this that was, political. Right. There's so that many was, names. That was the inside One in particular. Yeah. That was the inside. That was the inside the head voice, right? Ex-mayor yeah. of South yeah. Bend. No, no, no. I wasn't no. talking about that. I was, I was talking about that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about EP. Yeah. <laughs> so, not that anything is wrong with that. Venereal position. A really good job from your knees. I mean, more power to you. I wish I could do that. Yeah. Well, uh, see, I, I see. I'm not, not, not getting rug burns on my knees to get a head. You gotta want it. <laughs> yep. No, and so, so I'm, I'll take my mediocre little pension. I'll kind of play over here, hang out with my bros or my sisters, whatever, and have a good time. I was I was fortunate enough that that um, you know my career path. There's not a lot of room for improvement, but that's okay. I mean, unless I want to do administrative medicine, which, Ugh, oh, my that. gosh, yeah. No way. That, I, I had to do enough of that in the military because, you know, as you increase in time and in rank, you do. I think you've killed enough people. Yeah, you know. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> what is enough? <laughs> Until they start. You kill three and you're a murderer. You kill a million and you're a conqueror. <laughs> Until they start counting, right. it doesn't matter. That's right. Until they start going one, two, three, nine, five, three, it doesn't matter until they start counting. But yeah, the, so the nice thing is, yes, I have I have administrative people that I I have to at least somewhat answer to. But for the most part, people leave me alone. You know, it's it's I'm paid for by my productivity, and I always like that. So I'm not I I don't have to rely on doing anything else. It's just on how hard I work. One of the things that I liked, I had enough rank, I could make myself be a worker bee. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to be the queen bee. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Who's going to tell me no? Yeah, exactly. No, no, chief. You can't come down here and do this. Yeah. They were happy to have an extra hand doing the doing, doing the grunt work. Yeah. It, does, yeah. it doesn't require finesse is what you're saying. Right? Like, you don't need, you don't need to be happy. Social finesse. Right. Exactly. It doesn't require the, hey... And in and, and reality, nobody wants to do your job, even though you did your job, you're doing your job good. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to do your job because of all the work that goes into getting to where you know. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the work that you had to do to get to where you're at, I mean, it's not easy. Yeah. Unless you're, you know, autistic and stupid like me. And I'm not autistic, but <laughs> but we, we talk about this and, and, we make, and we make fun of it, right, Tony? Like. Uh, but we love Tony. We yeah. love Tony. He's a great guy. Jokes. Yeah, we love our Navy brother and, and sister in. Bud Light is I, awesome. I, I am waiting. Granted, I like my sister in Navy people better than the Army guys. But my military uh, Army guys too. <laughs> right, right. But having because I, mean, I, like, I like girls, I'm not really big on the guy thing. But 
Yeah. I am. He thinks you don't protest too much. Well, he, oh, <laughs> he had a bad experience. Or you're right. I knew him well. Stop it. But you know. Right. But you said some. Okay, so you struck some, something with. You said something that kind of struck me. And and I. Do I'm sorry. This, I didn't mean to abuse you. And I do. Even though you like that. Oh my God, Fred, please help. Um, like one of the things that that you know. I've noticed you said sisters in arms, right? Like our sisters. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of those around us. And I know, I personally know like four or five of them that are doing an OnlyFans page to, to get by. Do, do they give out veterans discounts? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll subscribe for $10 a month. I mean, I think, you get the I think it's like the veteran special. I think that's like what their cost is. Anyways, like, 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 that's pretty simple expensive. Simple. Like, is it most of them like three ninety nine or something like that a month? I would have absolutely yeah, I have <laughs> no, no idea. <laughs> I'm willing to find out, but I don't know. <laughs> now, I don't have a Herbert Simplistics Simplex Twelve, but I'm willing to learn now. So if you know, if you know, so if any of you uh, army girls are out there and have an OnlyFans page and give a veteran's discount, please let Jeff know, and I will happily subscribe for $1.99 a month. <laughs> they pay you or you pay them? I'll let them pay me, but I'm willing to I'm willing to negotiate. Okay. But, I mean, so... I got so like girls. All, joke, girls a lot. all jokes aside, Tony. Um, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> all jokes aside... I, I went to the bathroom. I came back with a bunch of simps. <laughs> right? What's happening here? But well, thank you for using the bathroom as opposed to the corner, like normal army guys. I, mean, yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> but like the the reality of it is, is that a hole is a hole. Man. A hole is a hole. <laughs> That's the same thing. Same philosophy. The army guys have a hole is a hole. The navy, the navy, Bud Light, holes a hole. Right? <laughs> hey, you said it. I, I'm just repeating it. An army toxic masculinity. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, wow. I've noticed like yeah, I, even the Navy guys going, "Wow!" I do have, the, I do have the friend, the female friends. There, that's what they resorted to, like OnlyFans, because they find that they can't one, they can't make the the demands that we do as men, and this is going down a road that I really don't want to go down because I really don't think this way. But I mean, but. They ended up doing that if as If you get something locked in your head, that's the only way. Now, it may not be accurate, but if you get it locked exactly. in your head, it's the only way, then it's the only way for you. So, but then but then there's something that, that most veterans, they don't realize. They don't realize at all is that they have benefits available to them. And, you know, so we're going to, you know, like, I don't know about all of you, but... I, well, I do know that. Is there an OnlyFans starter package? <laughs> <laughs> is, is there an OnlyFans where Actually, I, they case, pay me to keep my clothes on? That was that was the business idea that we went throw oh, to you. Like, okay. hey, let's let's do this. Like, is we can. Yeah, they'll cover that. Man. I mean, well, sure I was talking about girls, and we it's we married. We married. It's a whole new. I'm willing to have an OnlyFans page. It's like a, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be to keep your clothes on page. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll let people pay me to keep my clothes on. And like, Okay. Play by play, the OnlyFans play by play. Like you, you look at popular. Never mind. I have no idea. As Kenny keeps talking, or we draw on the thing and. We pause it and then we rewind it. We do it like a whole play. Yeah. Right. The whole penetration thing yeah. is like, like he's gonna go there, and he's gonna go there, and it's gonna be like, boom. John Madden. 
<laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! The first guy I didn't know what I was talking about. Just saying. <laughs> I was still talking about the OnlyFans page where I have a, a website to where they pay me to keep my clothes on. Yeah. Old, fat, and hairy is a thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, there's that. I'm sure there's right? an audience for it. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, I need to find that audience. <laughs> you gotta pay work. me to keep my clothes on. <laughs> they, gotta pay, they gotta pay you to hide the images rather than show the images. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. This girl who's a millionaire from just eating and she's fully clothed. Yeah. Really? No, she just eat. Is that the sound thing? Whatever that's called. No, no, no. It's not no. ASMR. Yeah. No, she just yeah. eats. She's just pretty and she eats, but she's fully clothed. She never takes her clothes off and she just eats. She doesn't say a damn thing. Mm. <laughs> it's all so she does. Weird. She just eats. Mm. She's like bento boxes all day. It's crazy. I need that fucking job. Yeah. I need that job. You're not a little <laughs> Japanese cute girl. Is what I are. understand that. <laughs> Old fat and hairy. I said it was a thing. Like eating a hoagie. I don't know. Eating a hoagie. Like Fred oh, like oh, said, said there's chest hairs and we'll saw a kid. Okay, well, I could break I could break chest hair and back hair. I'll, yeah. I, I, I don't like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll go down to New Orleans and eat a po' boy. Yeah, no, and, uh, or an yeah. iPod. You've been looking for an iPod. Well, Fred said there's an audience out there for everything. So well, the thing is, who's know. actually going to pay me for this crap, really? And I'd like to think there's an audience. It's going to be a guy. People I'm just bought you pet know. rocks. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's going to be a guy. <laughs> yep. Well, okay. You've got to get comfortable with that, man. Yeah. 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 I'm not. you're going to make your money, <laughs> I'm not. then you're not going to make That's money. Right. I, I, I like money. I, I'm a cheap bastard. I like money, but I don't like guys. You're going to have to take requests from dudes, bro. That's just how it is, can they claim to be Charlotte or Shaniqua? Is, can like, they claim you know, to be? Hey, <laughs> look, you, you can, can be a guy. You just got to pretend to be a girl for me to be able to do it. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Otherwise, the brains are coming off. <laughs> <laughs> the brains are All the beads in my chest hair are coming off. You <laughs> 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 know what Oh, my God. Oh. On that, on, on, on that, that can, one. That's that's <laughs> oh, It's an empty glass. <laughs> God bless but my you know, sick bastard brothers. Hey, look, you know where you can learn how to do all that? No, I don't. Because I, I I'd like to. The VA will teach you. The VA will teach me how to be an old fat hairy bastard who makes what, money on. Uh, the VA got some kind of an OnlyFans course. Hey, chapter thirty. I'm guaranteeing they have it. They have a plan for everything. Well, they do breast implants now. But, I mean, no, I'm fat enough. I don't need it. No, no I'm fat enough. I'm just looking for toning. I'm toning. <laughs> How about reductions? No, we don't offer that. Don't offer that. But as as far as as far as look, so I started this down this road like five minutes ago. Are you sure it's only five? I'm positive. Okay. Um, I'm thinking fifteen, but okay. Because I know of, I know that three of us are retired here. The other three here are not, and. I'm medically retired. You guys are actually old retired. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't argue. I can't argue. I mean, once well, you turn 83, you're old. The truth of the matter is all six of us, eh, give or take you. I am the youngest one here. Yeah. Uh, give or take you, yeah, could be snapping. medically retired from the Army. Or military, rather. Like, not medically, but yep. actually retired from the military. As messed up as I am, I could have been retired from the Army in the first four years of my life. Uh, mine would have been four years ago, like. My retirement. So. Oh, mine hits this year. I would have stayed there. Yeah, 20 would have been 18. Yeah. So, for me, 20 would have been 20. So. <laughs> 20 would have been 20 years ago. Right. 19, or, <laughs> 1920. 1920. 1920. 
So that's why he had biplanes when I was in the Air Force. <laughs> so well, one of the camels. Things, Snoopy was our number one ace. So yeah. one of the things. He was a Royal Guardsman. <laughs> There's a lot of editing. There's a lot of editing. There's a lot of editing. Sorry. So, so one of the things that we that we talk about, right, like, is benefits. Everyone here served. Where were we? Out of all six of us, show of hands, because nobody else can see this, but who has the benefits from the VA? One, two, three. You could and you should. I know. I got You've it. been, I, I've told you how many times to get to the burn pit site and sign up. As with you, Pinhead, <laughs> both of you guys could have signed up for the burn pit. And you with your back. So, like, there is, all of us, you earned it, right? Mm-hmm. That is something that you've earned. And I, I get it. Many veterans don't utilize their earned benefits because they don't think they they think that they're going to take away from the next. I got all my fingers and toes. I'll be okay. This poor guy came back from war, blown up three times, and uh, missing arms, legs, fingers. You guys served. There, well, there's that, but there's also the, you know, I got hurt, but I can still function, so I'm not going to tell anybody. But see, I did that. I did that for years. Yeah. I have traumatic spinal compression from a parachuting accident mm-hmm. that has horribly, not disfigured, but horribly fucked oh, me up. Well. Well, there's that. I'm, I'm well, be, but being butt ugly is not be a parachuting accident. <laughs> being butt ugly is a ratary. But <laughs> I have traumatic spinal compression from a parachuting accident when I was in the Air Force. And it has now gotten to the point where I am stiff and I hurt 24 7, period. Period. I was, in, I was over in several different countries. I got the burn pit thing, I got the parachute thing. I am totally screwed up. Having said that, I still function. I can bend over if I hold onto the table and bend over and pick up a dime off the floor. And <laughs> but he won't do it with Tony behind him. I won't exactly. do it with Tony behind me because or he's Navy. Yep. Or Brock. <laughs> I just thought it was because he had a bad back. <laughs> no, because the whole no, no, because the Navy guys won't, won't do it because the Navy guys. Having said that, pressing on, you guys need to do this because you got screwed up in the military and even though you're able to function you guys need to sign up and so do you out there in the world you signed up you signed to check up to and including your life and if you're screwed up go to the va and get compensation you're not taking anything away from anybody else sign up if you're a burn pit guy if you're a screwed up guy sign up period in the story because even if even if you have served your 20 years in the military and you get your pension if you have 50% or more VA disability, you get your full pension and you get your uh, VA compensation as yeah uh, retirement. If you have 49% or less VA compensation, they'll take it out of your military check, but it's also tax deductible. So if you have a 49% VA, they'll take that out of your, your uh, military retirement, but they'll give you the other 49% as a tax De- uh, not tax deferable tax tax free thank tax, tax free money, which I mean, and you did it. You guys screwed up in the military. You deserve to get compensated for how badly you're fucked up. And document when you get hurt. Absolutely. Don't don't hide it. Like document when you get hurt. So there's some kind of a paper record. So if you do get out, and it ends up being a bigger problem, you go back and they go, well, you never said anything, so we don't know that this happened when you were in. Ironically, when I got hurt 
in active duty Air Force, I went to an Army post. I got it right this time. Army, because I always call it a base. I, Army post. And they did x-rays and they did on and on and on. Only one piece of paper from your Army made it back to my Air Force base. And because of that one piece of paper that they that they somehow got back to my Air Force records, I now have a disability claim. Army, they, 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 we don't care. Couldn't care less about, especially an Army guy, an Air Force guy. You know, they didn't care about you guys. They let alone care about me. Yeah. But one piece of paper made it back saying I was hurt in a parachuting accident. And I, and I went to an Army base for, uh, Army post, sorry, for uh, treatment. That well, helped me. And you got to be your own. You're, you have to be your own self advocate. Once you get out, nobody cares about you, except you. Maybe your friends, maybe your family, but they can't do anything for you. Right. You you go to the VA, and if you don't do anything, that's on you. That's you have to be your own self advocate. You will not get a damn thing, especially if you live in Elkhart County, because our VSO sucks for the time being. But, sorry, that was... That was okay. I know him, I like him, but he is not the most go-getter guy I have met. But he's my friend, but he's not a go-getter. But you have to be your own self-advocate. You have to be able to to know what your benefits are and what they're able to be. Like, for for instance, everybody knows about the GI Bill. How... Did everybody here use a GI Bill? Yes. No, I did not. Oh, you got screwed for the wasn't qual- Yeah, I wasn't allowed to keep it. Yeah, that's what I happened. Because Bill Clinton sucks. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, my GI Bill came out in 91. I mean, you know, once I got a fact in the late 80s, early 90s, and I used that one. And then when I came back in the reserves and I served enough time and had enough deployments, I got reissued a GI Bill that one of my kids used for at least part of their college. Well, and that was, that was the next thing, right? So... In the state of Indiana, if you have a zero percent rating, I know it sounds it sounds awful, but if you have a zero percent rating through the VA, your kids go to any state school tuition free. So now that means you still have to pay for food and lodging. Go get injured, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the military is pretty good about doing that to you, <laughs> but not taking care of you afterward. But they'll take they'll do that to you if you have thirty a thirty percent. Or more. Let's just put this in perspective. T- tinnitus. Did I say that right? Tinnitus. It can, it can tinnitus. be either one. It can be tinnitus or tinnitus. It can be either one. But really? One of them is correct. No. no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Only one of them is tinnitus. That is the only one yeah. that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's like umbilicus or umbilicus. They're both yeah. okay. Yeah. Sounds like, Six of one. Yeah. Half sounds like a real Canadian thing that we don't really Look, tinnitus go sounds yeah. like titties. I like yeah. that. Okay, t- who doesn't love titties? Who doesn't love doing titties? Even Movies are your friends. Two of my favorite chew toys. <laughs> <laughs> but at 30%, you're eligible for Chapter 30, which is the B- VA benefits through the VA, which they will teach you how to have your own OnlyFans page. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> really? I am so there. Wow. It's usually a marketing okay. play, but right? They will help the entrepreneur. As long as there's some guy who says his name is Shaniqua, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Rob, wait, I said that wrong. Raul RuPaul. RuPaul. Navy, Navy, did you teach Air Force how to be gay? 
No, I was, I was, I, I can speak Persian. Yeah, I can speak Persian, so I know how to roll my R's. Merhaba. I can just see this. I'll go back home and tell my wife tonight. I'm just doing research on OnlyFans. <laughs> tell her as my suggestion. She'll just laugh. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. For some stupid eyebrows. reason, his wife likes you. me. I will get the eyebrows. <laughs> well, God bless your wife liking me. I'll take the heat. It's yeah. okay. But the 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 chapter thirty will help. Entrepreneurs step get established in a specific role. One of the big ones is being a barber. One of them is being an artist. Like for me, when I when I I got my chapter thirty benefits, they gave me Adobe Illustrator, and well, the whole Adobe package. And I feel like well, they packed you in clay. We're sitting this. They packed him. They packed him in clay. Adobe. Wow. Fred, help me. <laughs> He's too busy laughing. We're going to be sending an extra check for editing. <laughs> <laughs> we probably are. Uh, yeah, we definitely are. But, you know, like, we're, you know, they help you get established. And then they will also establish, you can also get your spouse help as well. Spouse or children. Well, I need a lot of help. In the state of Indiana. I can't say this about other states. If you're listening to this out of the state of Indiana. which if you're in California, you're screwed. You're a vet. Just check with your local VA or your veterans organization to see what rules apply to your state. Nice disclaimer. Thank you. I love that disclaimer, Frank. Thank you, man. And you're also screwed in college. Now, next month, <laughs> next month I won't be able to remember what I said tonight. But. I know, but it works. Yeah. Social state again, of California. Casey, it is the social state of California. Casey, I'm looking at the, the spikes, and yours is like really quiet. Because he's that important, he has to act Probably that way. because you turned the microphone sideways to me, and it's no longer facing me. That's why. Well, that's that's what it is. I think it's I'll, zero load. I'll just lean over here closer to Fred so he can still... Fast attack and then compressor <laughs> and normalization. It'll be fine. Yeah, whatever he said, times two. Right? Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. So... Give the illusion you care, like said, I told my last girlfriend. The VA taught me how to do a podcast editing business, so... Did they really? No. no. <laughs> They're gonna show me. I'm gonna to charge you a lot. <laughs> They're gonna show me how to do a OnlyFans. Page. Hey, you know what? We're starting a college. Those those that can't do teach. Yeah. Northeastern Elkhart U. <laughs> Freedom System. You. Freedom System U. FSU. I haven't done FSU. FSU. We need copyright. FSU. Yeah. I haven't done it, but I read I think somewhere FSU that you can do this. Already taken. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I, this is great. I'm going to tell you all about it. I don't it. think I've done yeah. FSU. Yeah. We came up with a one night for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer on record. <laughs> no, 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 no. Too late for that. On record for not being on record. <laughs> but, you know. Retiring is no, not I don't retiring. Know. Did you retire? I, well, I mean, I'm all fat and hairy, so yeah, I kind of retired. From the military. I retired from the military. But when you retired, did you retire? Yes. Well, you're kind of the exception, not the rule. I, I, yeah. Even though I was screwed I up, I was in good enough health. I still had a straight one profile, barely, but I had a straight one profile and retired. Did you have a straight one profile, Tony? Yes. A straight one? Yes. You're Navy. Be yes. honest. Well, you're, you're on... on I am, yes, and I did. I had a picket fence. I'm teasing. <laughs> anyway, Boy, anyway other than the awkward pause, <laughs> yeah. so, so station identification. FSU says you too could be one of us. Yeah. Sorry about the, your luck. I mean, pressing on. So, retiring is not retiring, right? For most. 
Like, did you retire when you retired? No. No, I'm still working. Um, I'm retired from the military, but I still work my civilian job. I see where you're going. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when... Yeah, I didn't read ahead. When you got retired, I didn't read ahead. Well, well, why should I do that? You're here. Yeah. You're supposed we to had, like, leave a me. Whole review time before this. Oh yeah, a whole five <laughs> minutes. A whole five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So retired from the military. Well, stayed on the police department. Yes, and now I retired from police. But now I'm old, fat, and hairy, broken down. Now, for you hot single girls out there, I have billions of dollars in Edward Jones money and. Quarters of millions of dollars in cash. So come see me. A lot of NFTs, ladies. <laughs> Aside from that, I got tens of dollars falling out of my pockets. Tens of dollars. He'll buy you the best white claws. I will. I will. Yeah. Two, three, twelve. If you'll necessary. Get, you'll get every cent of that. Yes, I will. I will. You will pay. He <laughs> will right. pay for your Bud Light. Yeah. yeah. There we go. White claws, known as Truly. <laughs> See, see, no, there's Bud Light seltzer. Bud Light, Bud, okay, Bud Light goes for Navy guys. White Claw goes for girls. I only do girls. Remember, I have, I have standards. I only do girls. We've only heard about these standards. What is a girl? <laughs> Someone who was born that way and stayed that way. Well, he keeps trying to reiterate this like he has a past trauma of when That's something right. went bad. Because, because of you guys. He's really focusing on it. Because of you. <laughs> because of you guys, I need to refocus. Let me see your Adam's uh, Right there. I got one. Uh, right no, there. No, your girlfriend. That's what you uh, Hopefully girl. she she doesn't have one. Yeah. She better not have one. Right. Better not. Let's just say that I know that you've been in the Philippines more than once. I have been to the Philippines Tony, once. Fiji I was have the not second been to time. the Philippines. Tony, better than Thailand. at all. Thailand. Now Thailand. There, right there. You go. Right there. Oh yeah, you smile a lot. Yeah. I said better than Thailand. <laughs> the Philippines are better than Thailand. But yeah, Thailand. All the girls are cute young boys. At least in the Philippines, they got girls. He has a lot of knowledge about LBFMs. LBFMs are in the Philippines. What What does it take? Or like, I gotta ask. I know why nobody caught that. I know why the Marines are kept on Navy ships. Obviously, because sheep are too obvious. But no way. But. Navy, Navy. Why? <laughs> I can't. I can't. Well, sure you can. Sure yeah. you can. Spit it right out. You're asking questions. We got to move on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I can't because move I can't on remember. Or, yeah. But wh- why is it that when we retire, like the golf thing, or we're what? not done? Like, do you well, feel like you're do- you are done? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think for, for a lot of folks, if you're getting into the military right out of high school and you serve 20 years, you're done when you're in your, you know, late 30s, early 40s. Well, you're not done with your life skills. You know, it's, at that point, it's almost like, you know, the NFL players or, or any professional athlete feels when you're retired in your 30s, right? When you're done with, like. with everything that you've done for the last 20 years. And now you're done with that, you've got to move on and find right. something else. Because look at Peyton Manning. That's right. He's doing all these commercials. He's making raking in the books. That's right. But he's not retired, but he's retired. Yeah, yeah. And so and most of us, obviously, when you retire from the military, you're not making NFL quarterback money. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> to, to just, you know, vacation. No, around. I'm making a show name money. Yeah. 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 There you go. 
So, so I'm making have, Taco Bell yeah. money. You, you, you've got Terry Bradshaw well, money when he retired, right? <laughs> so, so you've got to, so you've got to have an alternate plan of what you're going to do now when you're 40s on, because you've got 20 plus years before you're going to be, you know, Medicare age um, for most of us now. Well, once I'm, in, I'm in, not, I'm in my 40s. You know, I got a little time left. Yeah. Very little time. But at the, <laughs> well, two-thirds of my life have gone by, I'll give you. Right. You were talking about, you know, you have to have a plan, but I don't know about you guys. When I was in the military, I didn't think about anything past the military. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought I was going to be in a lot longer, and then mm-hmm. I realized I had been married for four years, or three years, and I had seen my wife for less than a year, and it came up time to re-enlist, and then I was like, oh, you know what, I'd prefer to do this family thing. Good on the guys that can make their family work in the military, but that's not a common right. threat. Yeah. The wives have to be totally on board because it's not an easy task. Yeah. It yeah. is not an easy task. Yeah. My yeah. wife my wife often says, I am glad that I did not spend more time in the military with you than what? Are you sure wasn't she didn't spend that much time in the military with you, or didn't spend that much time with you? No, she wants to spend time with. Me. It's weird. I don't, I don't really. Know. Yeah, she does. Your wife. She loves me for whatever reason. Like okay, I, I know. Has she met you? Has she exactly? <laughs> has she met you? Well, they have kids together, so I don't know. <laughs> well, that can we, be an easy we, weekend. You got a lot of kids. Weekend, like weekend drinking. Look like it. All of a sudden, you're pregnant. You know, yeah. it is what it is. We, we met. I mean, we met at least three times. I'm just right. saying. Exactly. Like. But well, I mean, so you got a drunk that many times. Good for you. I just <laughs> want to caution all the young guys out there to not get married. Period. There you no, go. Period. That's my advice. That's, that's don't, don't get married. Yeah. Don't, don't get married. Kenny's don't. weird. Don't get married. Yeah. Yeah. Don't use him as an example. Oh, a good example, anyhow. A bad one. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I don't. Hey, look. I don't know. He is I, army. I, I got. I. I'll admit. My wife will admit. Now we got lucky that we. We are weird ended together. up with people that. Like wanted to actually work through issues. I mean, I this year I'll have been married twenty years. Now, I'm not forty yet. I'm entirely lucky that that's the case. Well, and I and I and I like right exactly. I will, I will. And it was a lot I of hard work. Sec- I'm not saying it's just luck. A lot I of will hard definitely work. second what you said. It is it is the the work that goes into it. It's the dedication. It's, it's the motivation. It's the. I mean, for us, for me, obviously. Obviously, the motivation sometimes is sex. Not gonna lie, right? Like well, that is so. Yeah, that is a motivation, but it goes into some. But sometimes it just doesn't work because it doesn't work. Doesn't like yeah. my f- the first time that I went through that was eight months, right? Like it didn't work for me because it was about something else entirely. Some of you, when you're with your like with your first or second, maybe even like it didn't work. It wasn't, be- maybe it wasn't because you didn't have the, the ability to talk through things. It could have been because maybe the thoughts up here didn't match what was coming out here. And you just didn't know how to articulate that. Or maybe it was the other person that was the opposite. Like what came out of their mouth wasn't actually going through their head or Maybe it's just there's some mental health issues somewhere. Well, it, every GI, every GI has, and I, I hate to be 
painting with a broad brush, but tapping on your, your every GI has some issues. Absolutely. Having said that, are they issues that are kind of, kind of minor and you can kind of easily work through? Are they moderate? Are they, yeah, we're going to have to work on this because every GI has some issues <laughs> that they've not, not every GI has seen combat. Not every GI has scraped through by the skin of his teeth, but every GI has issues depending on to what level. And well, the fr- and, and, and really, the reality that comes down to the initials, right? GI, general issue government. Government. Well, right. Well, if you're in the army, like if you're in the lower enlisted in the army, it's general. It's just not screwed right? up. General issue. <laughs> Government issue. Government issue. Yeah, government issue. Right. Screwed I'm up. Sorry. That's all right, man. That's all right. I was always thought it was government issue. Yeah. We were always thought it was general issue. What were government? Talking? They're they're both the same. They're yeah. interchangeable. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. You too. Yeah. I, I was always told general, but it, that yeah. makes cool. sense. That yeah. so again, it make, I mean, way makes sense. That tinnitus. Tinnitus. Yeah. <laughs> one's right. One's wrong. Yeah. And only one of those is correct. I have never heard tinnitus. I don't remember what they said. I've only ever heard tinnitus. That word was just made up on the spot. It was, but you're supposed to ignore it because it comes from an army and a marine guy. I know you're an army guy, but you're a doc. So you're supposed to be edumacated. Well, I, yeah. So edumacated guys. I've been a doc since 1997. That's the first time I've ever in my career heard what was it? <laughs> what is it? Nobody knows. Tinnitus. Only the one yeah. guy knows. Only the one guy because that's so screwed up. Nobody else yeah. knows. So you know, you need to hear, hear more made up words. We need to hang right. out. More. We can leave that. Exactly. Go. I'm good with that, man. Exactly. So we are actually here not just to cut up and make fun, which we do enough of, but but to actually help folks, and that's why everybody at this table is here, seriously, to to help folks in whatever. If we if we're not the group to be able to help you with that. We will connect you with the people that can help you with that. We will help you become self-made. Yeah. We have the initiative. If you need help, we will help. We have the initiative to help you make things happen. Contact us. We will do whatever it takes. We are your brothers and your sisters. Well, we're all brothers here, but but our... Tony, fr- are we really? <laughs> yes, we are. Okay. okay. Aside from the one Navy guy, <laughs> we're all brothers here to our sisters and brothers out there. We are here to help you. Contact us. We are here to help. I'm yeah. sure one of us anonymously will help you sign up for OnlyFans if you really need to. <laughs> that would be me, the Air Force guy. Yeah. But having said that, <laughs> I hate to say we're that. Not, we're Casey, not serious about each other, but we are serious Casey about may have the, the, the know-how and everything, but I kind of like girls, so I'm willing to do You have the enthusiasm. I have the enthusiasm. Definitely. Bumble his way through yeah. it. His OnlyFans search <laughs> skills right. are unmatched. Uh, uh, they're, they're unmatched. So unfathomable. What it really boils down to is, is Jeff is going to help you sign up, but just watch his... Text because his text would be going. And I'll help you practice too. He'd be like, "Hey, Casey, how do I do this?" <laughs> no, 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 no. The or girls, I will stumble through with the girls, helping them right. every step of the way. Helping them every step of the way. There's something about the blind. helping That's them. That's what it sounded like to me. I'm okay with that, that as long as they buy it. <laughs> yep. Because because as you know, I'm from the government. I'm here to help you. Trust me. Dude, you are like. 
That's right. Biking. <laughs> Gus says, I'm that <laughs> damn really good. I'm trying to get that point across. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to make a point, and you're busting my balls. I don't know how much clearer I can be about this. <laughs> <laughs> Say it's not so. Helping them every step of the way. I'm writing this down because that is classic. Can we can we really do an OnlyFans like introductory course? Can we please do that? Like we would have so many people show up to a meeting. Are you kidding me? A OnlyFans support group. Yeah, we can sign up for how to do lighting for how to do tomography for. That's what I'm. That's what I'm willing to pay a month. Having said that, I'll let them pay me more to host it. We've been trying to get my wife more involved. I promise you, if we start offering an OnlyFans course, you'll be here every time with me. <laughs> I don't know how to take that, but okay. <laughs> don't want to know about wife. Don't want to know. It was the same. It was the same way that my wife would be here as well. You're not being part of that. It's like, what are you looking at? All electronics I, down. Eyes up. Eyes up here, dickhead. No, not your dick. Your eyes. I'm just here for the code. I'm hoping to write code. That's what I'm here for. Look. Look, we can just be the band. We'll, we'll play on the drums. I'm with the band, man. You can borrow, right. you can borrow your kid's uh, flute. This one time clarinet, at band camp. Clarinet. Clarinet. This one time at band camp. It's not a flute. It's a damn clarinet. <laughs> my you know, got a, he my, said that, not me. I'm going, like, yeah, I don't know nothing. I don't know, I don't know nothing. <laughs> I pretend like I... But I do remember American Pie. This, this one time band camp. Look, all I know... All you know is we're, you're, we're, you're, we're, we're, we're way over time. All I know is that, that we are fucked way up. over time. So, but you know, wrap it up. You know what it is is that we know what it is to be brothers. We know what it's like to be have have our sisters. We know what it is to be the common veteran because every last one of us here has experienced life in a way that that not many others have. For the rest of for the rest of the world, we are the the misnomer. We're the, the the group that doesn't know. They don't know how we think, but yet every last one of us, I can look in each one of your eyes right now. Every last one of you, I can look in your eyes, and each of us know that what we're going to be thinking about. Too much alcohol. <laughs> It would work way better. We started way yeah. early. Not enough yeah. mixers. Yeah. You remember the, the remember the dark humor mentioned earlier? <laughs> well, that would be right about now yeah. with some empty Adam. bottles. Is all I'm saying. Yep. But we know like, Adam is the right. OnlyFans page you don't want. Just saying, <laughs> you don't want it. And we know we know what it is to be a veteran. We know what it is to be a civilian. Personally, I'm going to choose the veteran side because I can't imagine being anything else. Because civilians are dickheads. We are cool. <laughs> right. But probably to them, we're, we're a very exclusive Civilians are offended by stealing their friend's limb and throwing around the park. That's weird. Oh, That's well, good there, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the funniest shit That's in right. the world. And they get really butthurt about Especially it. Especially if it's a leg. Oh, legs <laughs> are the legs Watch them hobble. <laughs> so. Come on, Art. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have anything in your glass, please put something in your glass. Alcohol, Definitely. if you would, please, I just say, 
because us Air Force guys don't like mm, salty liquid in our glasses. Let's let's do the whole uh, yeah. Okay, pardon. We we got a little time here. We got to get alcohol in our glasses. Okay, to our common veterans, God bless them each and every one. Our brothers and sisters in arms, past, present, and future. Oh, Nice wingspan. Oh, thanks, man. It's even my bad shoulder. My torn labrum shoulder. To all those that, that don't know, this was the last episode of season one. We will be back for season two starting soon. If you have enough sponsorship and enough OnlyFans page that we can get in for $1.99 a month. Just saying. To that being said, we are... The, the Common, common Veterans. veterans.